Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXP. You're listening to Crypto and Coffee at 8. Now, how Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. We cover top news and information related to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. We also follow two news and information related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. Now this is followed by an Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. So let's kick this thing off. Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXP and today is the 28th of September 2021. The market looks relatively stable. The market cap of Bitcoin is well below the $800 billion mark. And Ethereum, the first world computer, is also below the $3,000 mark. September definitely does not seem to be a good month for Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies in general. Hopefully October, November, December, the last quarter of 2021, is good for Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Today we're going to be talking about Coinbase making a fantastic move where you can start accepting cryptocurrencies as part of your salary. And this will be done via Coinbase. Definitely a great move. We will also be talking about Twitter that is starting a tipping feature using Lightning Network by Strike. So essentially you can now tip using Lightning Network via Twitter. So you can tip people with Bitcoin. The other news that I'm going to be talking about is about Netflix. Netflix has a documentary coming out later next year about Gary Cotton. And the documentary is called as The Hunt for the Crypto King. Now what happened is that he mysteriously passed away in India in late 2018. And over $220 million has been lost. So the documentary I believe is going to be really interesting. The other news that I'm going to be talking about is not so good news and that's about Virgil Griffith, a former Ethereum developer who will be in jail for a little over six years. Now we have a lot of news to cover today and it's going to be really interesting. Regarding UAE, I have two news. The first one is an NFT whale from Dubai has purchased another meme. Now we have covered about him in June. And he is an NFT whale. The meme that he is purchased is the NFT of Side Eye Toddler. You definitely might have seen it all over on Twitter and on Facebook. The other news is in Dubai Expo 2020, Slovenia will be the first country offering NFTs to its visitors. So really interesting news. Later on, we also have the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. So welcome guys, it's Atim, you're in Dubai and you're listening to Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover five news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. How this series of episodes under Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is, we usually cover three news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies and some breaking news or mega news, sometimes even short and sweet news. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East and the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, 
beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. This is followed by Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions from 8.30 to 9 a.m. Gulf Standard Time. So, let's kick this thing off. Welcome everyone. Today is the 28th of September and the market looks relatively stable. Looks like the Cardano summit that happened over the weekend did not pump the price of Cardano and other cryptocurrencies. Now, it could be possible that Cardano is breaking the narrative of buy the rumor and sell the news because pretty much nothing has happened, especially to Cardano and Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. The global crypto market is currently at $1.88 trillion, a 3.80% decrease over the last day. The total crypto market volume over the last 24 hours has also gone down to 97.49 billion dollars. The total crypto market over the last 24 hours has decreased by 14.49%. Interestingly, DeFi has gradually been increasing a lot in terms of volume and also in terms of the percentage of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. The total volume of DeFi is currently at $17.04 billion. Now, DeFi accounts for 17.48% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. What's really surprising is the volume of stable coins has gone down. I always keep referring to the El Salvador day when the price of Bitcoin and all other cryptocurrencies dumped. At that point of time, the volume of stable coins was well over the $185 billion mark, the 24-hour volume, that is. And only the volume of Tether was $174 billion for that particular 24 hours. The volume of stable coins as of today, the 28th of September, is at $79.09 billion. Now, stable coins account for 81% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. The price of Bitcoin is currently at $42,525. The market cap of Bitcoin is marginally below the $800 billion mark. So September definitely does not seem to be a good month for Bitcoin and for other cryptocurrencies. Bitcoin dominance is marginally up by 0.16% over the day and is currently at 42.48%. Now, if you look at the price of Bitcoin since the last 24 hours, it is down by 3.38%. And over a period of 7 days, it's down only by 0.54%. Ethereum is just marginally below the $3,000 mark and is currently at $2,954. Since the last 24 hours, it is down by 5.40%. Again, what's really surprising is the price of Cardano. Cardano is at $2.16. It is down by 3.85%. Usually what happens is whenever there is an event, the price usually pumps up. It did happen with Cardano. The moment people knew that the Cardano summit is going to go live, uh, the price did go up by roughly about 6-7%, to but it's gone back below the $2.20 mark, and the price of Cardano is at $2.16. It could be possible that, you know, as I mentioned earlier, Cardano is breaking the narrative of buy the rumor and sell the news, but not in a good way. So let's move on to news about Coinbase. 
Now since we've got the price of cryptocurrencies taken care of, let's move to the first news of today. And the first news is a really really game changer. Get paid in crypto. Now this should be a game changer to onboard more users in cryptocurrencies. I definitely feel that this should be a massive deal. Coinbase is working with major payroll and HR companies to let millions of workers get paid in cryptocurrencies. This in particular will get a lot of users on board into Coinbase and into cryptocurrencies. Prakash Hari Ramani has written a fantastic blog. The blog is called Now Get Your Paycheck Deposited Into Coinbase. Definitely worth reading it. Coinbase has over 35 million users. So essentially, one way of acquiring Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies is to start accepting as a payment. Let's say if you are an employee and you get, let's say for an example, $2,000 per month as a salary. With this feature, you can opt out to receive the entire salary in any cryptocurrency or only a part of it. Absolutely fantastic news. A lot of them will be opting for this feature. Now, what Coinbase might also do is they might start incentivizing people to get some of their crypto or maybe the entire salary in cryptocurrencies. Coinbase has a partnership with Fortress Investment Group, M31 Capital, Nansen and SuperRare that will allow employees throughout the creator economy and financial services to enter the future of payroll. I've been talking about this since a very, very long time. Bitwage is a company that has been offering similar services dating back to 2015. And every time I meet people, the first question they ask is, how do I buy Bitcoin? And I always tell them, rather than buying Bitcoin, what you can do is you can start acquiring Bitcoin. Andreas Antonopoulos always keeps saying the same thing. You don't necessarily have to buy Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies. You can start accepting bitcoin as a form of payment if you're an employee now coinbase will be willing to offer you that in case if you are in dubai listen up guys this feature is lacking in dubai big time and there will be a lot of government support in case you plan to do this in dubai especially in dubai this is going to be absolutely massive it's also going to be much more easier the reason being there is no tax in dubai so the tax element gets thrown out of the window a certain part of it will definitely become much more easier dubai government is promoting cryptocurrencies and blockchain innovation like no other part in the world so if you guys are interested definitely would be very keen to talk about this so send me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com moving on to some really interesting news about twitter bitcoin maximalist and censorship king Jack Dorsey's Twitter rolled out a bidding tip feature to its 300 million active users. Now, currently, this feature is only applicable to American citizens. This particular tipping feature is done in partnership with Jack Meller's app called Strike. Twitter also announced a plan to let users connect their Bitcoin wallet to NFTs tied to their identities. Now, my question is... Has Twitter moved from a communications platform to financial services? If that is the case, I'm sure there will be some legal ramification. Now, using this feature, can money also be laundered using the tipping feature? Currently, this feature is only for users in USA. And I personally think that, you know, if you're really cunning enough, 
you can use this platform to launder money as well. So definitely need to go ahead and research this information in detail. Using the Lightning Network, you can instantly send funds to any part in the world. In case you want to launder money, what you can do is you can have your users distributed across any part of the world and send only a fraction of the amount using the Lightning Network. Because ideally, Lightning Network is used to send a very small amount. In case you want to send a larger amount, then you can either do it on-chain or via liquid network. Laundering of money can be done with this particular feature. Peter McCormack has a fantastic interview with Jack Marlos, who is the creator of Strike. And Strike is the one which has been in, had a partnership with Twitter. So definitely worth listening to the entire podcast. To be honest, the podcast, Jack Marlos, sounds a little bit cringe. So, you know, I'm not sure what to make of it. But the information that he provides does seem pretty right. Also, what happens when Twitter decides to block certain individuals? Twitter has a notorious history of only blocking right-wing politicians. It's definitely not a right feature for Twitter to have. Maybe something Google can do something similar. What Google can do is on the Google search icon, they can probably have some kind of tipping feature for countries who are in need or let's say for countries that are facing some financial crisis due to some natural disaster, let's say a hurricane, say tsunami or any other thing. Moving on to similar news, Ever since the news broke out that Twitter is rolling out the tipping feature, ARK Investment Management bought 830,000 Twitter shares, which is worth about $55 million. Catherine Woods bought stock after the social media company said it will let users send and get tips in Bitcoin. Catherine Wood and Jack Dorsey were key components of the B-Word event, which happened a few months ago. Ever since that event happened, the price just pumped up and it went up $50,000. So Catherine Woods and Jack Dorsey from the B-Word event are definitely pushing Bitcoin. And during the B-Word event, Catherine Woods actually said that ideally people should start using Bitcoin as a store of value and to use as a medium of exchange you have stable coins. A really interesting point. In case you want to find out more details about Catherine Woods Arc Investment Management buying 830,000 Twitter shares. Go to Business Insider and you can read quite a lot of detail. In similar news, Facebook had also mentioned in the past that they would be using Novi Wallet and it would allow its users to use NFTs. Facebook did announce that they are also spending $50 million to build Metaverse, a shared online space that can be used for social interactions, work, games, and more. Earlier in June, Mark Zuckerberg told his employees about an ambitious new initiative. Facebook would strive to build a maximalist, interconnected set of experiences straight out of sci-fi, a world known as the Metaverse. Go to Woj.com. You can read through all the information that Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook has regarding Metaverse. But the problem with this particular Metaverse is that it is going to be centralized. So the massive breaking news will be a distributed or decentralized Metaverse where there is no central entity like Jack Dorsey's Twitter or Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook which is responsible or in charge of the Metaverse 
or in charge of Lightning Network. Now, social media giants onboarding users into NFTs and cryptocurrencies will definitely boost the cryptocurrency market. Another interesting news, Netflix is planning to launch a documentary called as The Hunt for the Crypto King. The Hunt for the Crypto King will uncover some hidden dark secrets and the suspicious death of cryptocurrency millionaire Gary Cotton, the missing $250 million. So this documentary should shed some light on its death, whether it was real or fake. This is going to be really interesting. Now what happened with Gary Cotton, the CEO of cryptocurrency exchange of Quadriga CX, he had the private key for the exchange. He went to travel to India and he fell sick and just passed away. He passed away in a state in India called as Jaipur. There were strong news and rumors that he fell ill and all of a sudden he passed away. What gets really interesting is that they did not find his body and they said that his body had to be cremated as per Indian customs. This does not seem to be right and this is really strange. Then there were also stories being told after his death that just weeks before he passed away, he had some shady business with his insurance companies and quite a lot of drama. I remember Ivan on tech covering this news and at one point of time he said that it'll be really hard to get a fake death certificate. Now listen guys, I'm originally from Mumbai, India. That is the city where I was born in. Believe it or not, it is much more easier to get a fake death certificate in Mumbai and other parts of India. When I told the statements to my colleagues from Mumbai and in India that people think it's hard to get a fake death certificate, they were just literally laughing. To be completely honest, getting a fake death certificate is extremely, extremely easy. I wouldn't be surprised if you can get a fake death certificate registered in the registry for less than $20 and you can literally do it within 24 hours. Now moving on to next news, this is to do with El Salvador. According to President Bukele, a third of Salvadorians are actively using the Chiva wallet. He tweeted that in less than three weeks it has more users than any bank in El Salvador. His tweet can be found via Twitter. So if you go to my LinkedIn profile, I've put up the link for his actual tweet. On similar news, News BTC has also provided more information about Chivo's note. But what Chivo does is the wallet uses Lightning Network. And because of they're using Lightning Network by Strike, they have a Lightning node. Now, Chivo's node has 12.7 BTC of public capacity, which is 1 billion 269 million. 941,898 satoshis as of 28th of September. So what I would recommend you to do is in case you want to find out more information about Chivo's lightning node, I've put up a link on my LinkedIn profile. Go through it. Loads and loads of technical information. To be honest, this is the first time I actually looked at a lightning network node so you can get loads of information. Earlier today, I was also listening to a podcast of uh, Peter McCormack with Jack Mallis and they initially started talking about Twitter, how Twitter has incorporated Jack Mallis strike, that is lightning network and how it's going to benefit the society. And during the conversation, he also started talking about, you know, El Salvador. People in El Salvador are currently going to their Twitter account 
and using Twitter, they'll be paying, let's say, for McDonald's. They might be in a position to even pay for coffee. And this is some taking the Lightning Network to a next level. In the past, I have said that Lightning Network is lightning years ahead. I might be proven wrong, so it would be really interesting to see what the future of Lightning Network and Bitcoin in particular holds. Moving on to some not so good news, and this is to do with uh, Virgil Griffith. Uh, Virgil Griffith is a former Ethereum developer. He has pled guilty to North Korea charges. What happened is way back in 2019, he spoke at a blockchain conference which was held in North Korea. He did admit to helping North Korea evade crypto sanctions. We had spoken about this news in July. You know what happened in July that he was in house arrest and a part of his term was not to use the Coinbase wallet. But what Virgil Griffith did was he violated the terms of his bail by signing onto his Coinbase wallet. Now he did that with the help of his mum. So his mum was the one who was actually trying to log in to the Coinbase wallet. And looks like Coinbase might have informed the authorities, which they had to. So definitely not a good thing for Virgil Griffith. And what happened was that going back to April of 2019, Virgil Griffith, before going to North Korea, he did ask the US government that if he could go to North Korea and talk about Ethereum, the government declined his request and specifically told him not to go there. If they do find out about Ethereum, they might use Ethereum and the other cryptocurrencies as a means to evade sanctions. But guess what? Virgil Griffith still went ahead and he still went ahead and attended that particular conference. And he did explain about uh, Ethereum and most likely he might have explained about Bitcoin and other privacy cryptocurrencies like Monero. So definitely not a good thing. He could have helped the most notorious person, a dictator of North Korea, on using open source permissionless system. So definitely not a good thing. Now the news is that Virgil Griffith pleads guilty to North Korea charges because of which he might be in prison for a little over six years. So he's going to be in prison for more than six years. Now guys, we're going to move on to the next news about UAE. But before that, I'd like to talk about an event which takes place from the 13th to the 14th of October. That event is called as Future Innovation Summit. Now, in case if you guys are in Dubai, if you are a startup, I would definitely recommend you guys to go ahead and attend this particular event. Now, this event called as Future Innovation Summit kicks off on the 13th till the 14th of October. It's called as Future Innovation Summit Dubai. The Future Innovation Summit is the leading government conference organized under the patronage of the private office of Sheikh Sakir bin Mohammed al-Sakimi. Now, in case if you are a startup, I would definitely recommend you to go ahead and participate in this particular event because it is a unique platform for organizations, businesses, and individuals alike to share their expertise, knowledge, technologies, and lay foundations for future vision and innovation of the world. There will be leading international speakers who will share the ideas and visions on how we can collaborate and improve the life of humankind. The Future of Innovation Summits presents you with one-of-a-kind opportunity to extend the network in your spheres of interest. Now, if you are a startup, there are two options. Essentially, you can either put up a startup pitch 
or you can put up a startup stand. If you were to put up a startup pitch, you are eligible for a prize of 1.5 million dirhams. The second prize is 1 million dirhams and the third prize is 700 dirhams. Now, in case you want to set it up, drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com. Alternatively, you can also have a startup stand. Now, with startup stand, you will not be available for the prize money. But if you are interested, drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com. Now, the reason why I would like to recommend this particular event is because there would be international speakers, key decision makers from government and international people. So in case if you're a startup, you definitely need to showcase your particular project. This will actually be an ideal platform. Moving on to news about UAE. Now, guys. In Dubai, there is an NFT wheel and we have covered them quite a lot of time in the past as well. I believe I talked about him on the 3rd of June as well. There is a company called 3fmusic.com which is in Dubai and the owner is an Iranian guy. So it looks like he does not want to be known. So I'm not going to be talking more about him. Rather, I'm just going to be talking about his interest in NFT. The news is that he has purchased the iconic meme of uh, the side eyeing a toddler, which I believe pretty much everyone might have used that. He purchased it for $74,000. The girl in the pic, her name is Chloe Clem. And she was two years old when she actually took that picture. So go through the NFT image of side eyeing toddler meme. I'm pretty much sure everyone loved that meme. I've definitely used that quite often, especially when I watch UFC fights. So a non-fungible token of that meme was sold to 3F Music, which is from Dubai, and he paid 25 ether so he's definitely an nft whale 3f music is a music production company based in dubai and they have been operating since 2006 they are located in jlt they also have an office in turkey and in georgia so essentially what 3f music does is they do audio mastering post-production and they have been in the music business since 1995 Tree of Music owns more than 100 NFTs and the most iconic one of that was the NYD column that it bought for 350 Ether. Four iconic internet memes for about $993,000. If you go to my LinkedIn profile, you can also go through the news that I published on the 3rd of June. Because on the 3rd of June, I had published that he bought the Disaster Girl meme for 180 Ether. The overly attached girlfriend meme for 200 ether, the creepy chant for 35 ETH, and the Charlie bit my finger YouTube video. And he bought that using cash, not using cryptocurrency, using the origin protocol for approximately $760,000. Uh, now, what was really interesting about the Charlie bit my finger was that rather than removing it off from YouTube, he decided that the video needs to be on YouTube because uh, 3F Music feels it's important part of popular culture and shouldn't be taken down. So definitely a lot of respect for that. So fantastic move by the seller. What the seller of uh, Charlie Bit My Finger did that, uh, they also did a fantastic move. They donated part of the winning bid to offset the cost of mining the bitcoins and the rest was given towards the brother's education. And this is to do with the Charlie Bit My Finger.
with you. Moving on to the second part of the news and this is where the Dubai Expo kicks in. The Dubai Expo kicks in on the 1st of October and it's going to be massive. Dubai always does things much bigger, better and in a much grander scale. The news is about Slovenia offering NFTs for Dubai Expo. In case you want to find out more information about this news, what you can do is go to www.total-slovenia-news.com. Slovenia will be the world's first country to issue its own NFTs. They are doing that to promote the achievement of its businesses and its tourism destinations. Tokens will be gifted to visitors to Slovenia's pavilion. So in case if you are going to the Dubai Expo, I definitely will be going at least for the first 10 days and I will definitely be visiting the Slovenian pavilion that is going to be starting on the 1st of October. The tokens will be distributed to visitors to the Slovenian Expo pavilion as a gift in the form of a promotional card carrying instructions and a unique eight-digit number that will allow them to access the digital wallet to claim their non-fungible token. Definitely, guys, in case we are going to Dubai Expo, please go and visit that and claim your NFT token. It would be something really unique, something really unique, and it's glad that Slovenia is one of the first countries to do that. Now, Slovenia announced the project at the European Blockchain Week. State Secretary Simon Zeg said it would put Slovenia on the map of the most advanced digital countries who understood development of blockchain as a technology of the future. He also said that Slovenia is thus being presented at Expo Dubai 2020 as an innovative digital and smart destination whose pavilion is certainly worth a visit for its distinctive leafy facade, interesting content, new business opportunities and the NFTs. That's what he said earlier this week. He noted that the NFTs would also provide an opportunity for the development of digital competencies of individuals and companies as every visitor will be able to create their own digital wallet based on Slovenian blockchain technology. In case if you are going to the Dubai Expo, please visit the Slovenian pavilion. Now, why is Slovenia doing that? And it's pretty simple to boost Slovenia's Expo Showcase, the product of cooperation between the Slovenian Ministry for Economic Development and Technology, the Public Agency for the Promotion of Entrepreneurship and Investment Spirit, and the Ljubljana Technology Park. The NFTs will represent a collection of unique digital 3D exhibits, exclusive 360-degree panographic, high-definition photographs, Definitely a great memorabilia for the visitors. Do you guys think that this would have any resale value? It would be really interesting to think that, you know, someone would actually want to repurchase it. Maybe 20 or 30 years down the line. I'm pretty much sure this could be a really iconic thing. So that's all for today, guys, from the Crypto and Coffee at 8 from Blockchain DXV. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info at blockchaindxv.com. You can also check my website, that is www.blockchaindxb.com. If you like listening to this, please follow this podcast. Click on the follow button and share the word across. Now, for the next 30 minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. That's all for today, guys, and thanks so much for listening. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Five, four, three, 
Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXV. You're listening to Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. Remember, Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m., we have crypto and coffee at 8, where we talk about all different cryptocurrency news about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. This is followed by Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. I have a first question from Matthias via Facebook who has asked, what are the different ways we can acquire Bitcoin? Now, absolutely fantastic question, Matthias. So I'm so glad that you asked this question, Matthias, because the very first question that I get from people is, where do I go ahead and buy Bitcoin? And I often tell them that uh, rather than buying Bitcoin, you can actually go ahead and start acquiring Bitcoin. And one news that I covered earlier today was about Coinbase, which is in the near future, is going to allow its customers to go ahead and start accepting a part of the salary in Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. So that is massive news. To answer your question, Matthias, what are the different ways we can acquire Bitcoins? Way back in June, I did publish an article where I did share some of the different ways where you can acquire Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies. At the top of my list, I do remember that BitGigs.com was one of those companies. BitGigs has been operating since 2011. It works something similar to Fiverr, where you buy and sell your gigs, that is your work. They do accept Bitcoin as a form of payment. So let's say if you're a musician or if you're a graphic designer, or if you do any kind of you know gig work, you can actually go ahead and post your work over there. Employers would actually go ahead and pay you in Bitcoin. Now they've been operating since 2011. I also keep telling people about Dogecoin. If you go to the subreddit of Doge, way back in 2015, a lot of employers used to offer work via the subreddit. One thing I do very specifically remember, and I believe this goes back to 2015 or 16, one of the companies did actually give 100,000 Dogecoins for doing spell check only for three pages on their website. So just for doing spell check for three web pages, someone got 100,000 Dogecoin. If you convert that to when Elon Musk was pumping Dogecoin, that would be roughly around $70,000 or over 250,000 dirhams. Imagine getting paid that only to do a spell check for three web pages, so quite a lot of money. I did pull up my article from LinkedIn and I did get you a list of tasks, so I'm going to give you more information. The other one is uh, that I looked up is www.canwork.io. What is really interesting is that this is built on Binance Smart Chain. So you can acquire Bitcoin by giving your work on canwork.io. This is more suited for software engineers, graphic designers, or anyone who offers digital services. With the NFT hype, I'm sure quite a lot of graphic designers will be on coinwork.io so it works both in case you want to get your work done you can also use coinwork.io and pay them 
on cryptocurrencies and on the other hand if you're offering services you can also receive cryptocurrencies canwork.io is the second one the other one is freelance for coins one thing really interesting about freelance for coins is that there is no fees and they accept different types of cryptocurrencies so go to freelanceforcoins.com and you would see the different kinds of work which is available the other one which is really popular is working for bitcoins.com it also has ethereum as well as a form of payment so working for bitcoins.com is another platform where you can go ahead and start acquiring or accepting bitcoin for your sources and one thing which i covered earlier and this is dating back to 2015 which i've been talking quite a lot is bitwage and coinbase is doing something similar to bitwage what you can do is you can accept part of your wages in bitcoin now they do have an additional fee so you always need to remember that and apart from that there are different ways where you can acquire is bitcoin mining in case you want to get into mining that is one way you can go and start acquiring cryptocurrencies. Some of the blockchain protocols like Cardano or EOS and Bitcoin Cash, in case you want to have a meetup in your relevant city, you can go and approach them. If they like your social media presence, what they will do is they will provide you with the format you can have a meetup in relevant city you are in. And I believe they would also give you some cryptocurrencies just for promoting the event and for promoting that particular cryptocurrencies now if you go to the cardano website you will see that they have a form that you need to fill in so let's say if you are in dubai and you want to have a meetup about cardano i believe that they would provide you with some kind of resources in terms of documents i'm really not sure if they give you free cryptocurrencies but that is one way that you can actually go ahead and acquire cryptocurrencies so I'm definitely looking into those details. Now Matthias asks, can you email those details? Now Matthias will be really difficult for me to email those details, but what you can do is go to my LinkedIn profile. And I did publish this in the month of June. Or alternatively, Matthias, what you can do is go to my website, that is www.blockchaindxb.com. You will definitely see all this information over there. I have another question by Jenny who has asked, how does Lightning Network work? Jenny, it would be really hard for me to explain how Lightning Network works in a podcast in the Ask Me Anything series, but I will try my best. When you talk about Bitcoin, so there are three ways how you can go ahead and send your transaction. One is on-chain, uh, that directly goes into the blockchain. The second one is a liquid network, and this is done by Blockstream. So Adam Back from Blockstream has fantastic podcast explaining how liquid network works and you also have lightning network under lightning network you also have a sub part of lightning network called a sphinx.chat so in case you want to want to find out more about sphinx.chat i would recommend doing a little bit of your research but it is a little bit technical going back to your question jenny i'll try my best to explain how lightning network works lightning network has started as a solution to scalability. Currently with Bitcoin on-chain, you can only roughly send five to seven Bitcoin transactions per second. As a solution to scalability, they started Lightning Network. There's a lot of congestion in the Bitcoin blockchain protocol. 
minus pick the transaction with the highest fees. This causes transaction delays and higher fees. That was the reason why Lightning Network started. So I'll try my best how to explain Lightning Network. Let's say if Alice wants to send Bitcoins to Bob, rather than doing it on-chain, that is picking up her wallet and just scanning Bob's uh, receiver code, what Alice would do is, Alice would open up a channel. This channel will only be with Bob. So essentially, Alice will open the channel and Bob will also open the channel. Now, you don't have to do it. The wallet will automatically take care of that. Think of channel as, you know, something only between Alice and Bob so they can do back and forth transactions. Now, after opening the channel, you have to deposit minimum funds. Once the channel is open and minimum deposit has been funded into the channel, Alice and Bob can do back and forth transactions. So think of it, let's say if you go to a bar, you know, you open up a bar tab, so it works something similar to that. Once the channel is opened, once the funds are deposited, Alice and Bob can do back and forth transactions. After the back and forth transactions are done, you go ahead and close the channel. Now, once the channel is closed, after that, it goes into a block. So, you know, the benefit of doing that is you can do transactions extremely, extremely fast. And it is off-chain or it is side-chain. So, it does not go into the main blockchain yet. Only after you close the channel, that's when it goes into the main blockchain ledger. The other advantage of that is, let's say, Alice wants to send funds to uh, Jenny. Alice can do that using Bob's channel as well. And Bob need not know Alice or need not know Jenny as well. And that's something how the internet protocol works as well. That's essentially how Lightning Network works. Once they close that channel, that finally gets added onto the blockchain. And Lightning Network is used by El Salvador. So this massive news that is going on in El Salvador about accepting Bitcoin as a legal tender that is done using the Lightning Network. So it has been in the news quite a lot lately. And earlier today, I also talked about Twitter. Twitter has started a tipping feature. And that tipping feature would also use Lightning Network. And the main reason why Lightning Network has started is so that you know, they can scale Bitcoin to a much grander level. Towards uh, 13th or 14th of October, there is an event in Dubai called is Understanding Bitcoin, where the OGs of Bitcoin, like Adam Back, Christian Decker, who will be talking a lot about Lightning Network, they will be present at the event as well. So in case if you are in Dubai, it's definitely worth an event attending to. So that's all for today, guys, from the Ask Me Anything series. Remember, Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m., we have crypto and coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. This is followed by Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. And from today onwards, we also have the 10 a.m. show, where we break down blockchain protocols. So listen to us live via Podbean, 10 a.m. to 10.40, Gulf Standard Time, where we talk about Ethereum, we talk about EOS, we talk about Tron, we talk about all different blockchain protocols, and also cryptocurrencies. Later on in the day at 4 p.m., 
you also have the evening 4 p.m. show. Evening 4 p.m. show, it's going to be covering top 10 news about Bitcoin, blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. So that's all for today, guys, and have a fantastic day ahead.